0: You're listening to Canadian IP Voices, a podcast where we talk intellectual property with a range of professionals and stakeholders across Canada and abroad. Whether you are an entrepreneur, artist, inventor, or just curious, you will learn about some of the real problems and get real solutions for how trademarks, patents, copyrights, industrial designs, and trade secrets work in real life. I'm Lisa Desjardins, and I'm your host. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are those of the individual podcasters and do not necessarily reflect the official policy or position of the Canadian Intellectual Property Office. Today, we're talking about intellectual property and selling products online on Amazon.ca. More than 30,000 Canada-based third-party sellers have grown their business with Amazon. This comes with its own set of rules and challenges related to intellectual property, such as using someone else's photo and brand. Amazon provides sellers with information about IP rights and common concerns that might arise when selling on Amazon. Today, I'm joined by Mary Beth Westmoreland, Amazon's VP of brand protection, who will help us understand some of these rules and common concerns and share with us what help is available to sellers to make sure they can get off to a good start with online selling welcome to the podcast
1: marybeth what a pleasure to have you here all from south carolina (laughs) thank you so much lisa for having me good morning it's an honor to be here oh thank you um
0: marybeth you're the vp of brand protection at amazon before you started that role uh what attracted you to intellectual property and in particular then trademarks and what kind of work do you do at amazon yeah
1: great question thanks lisa um, well first helping businesses especially small businesses secure a trademark and other forms of ip protection is so important and it's something i'm passionate about and i know like the rest of the team of at amazon is also passionate about we see firsthand how important it is for brands to protect their ip Um, as you mentioned we have 30,000 selling partners here in canada amazon has 1.9 million selling partners and so many of them are entrepreneurs and inventors and small business owners who have unique and innovative products and we want to help them protect their brands not just on amazon but but everywhere um and so yes, I'm really passionate about that. And then the other thing is that I'm a former software engineer, and I love tech, and using it to help protect customers, buyers, sellers, and brands. Um, it's a really rewarding mission. Um, and, you know we protect all kinds of brands on Amazon using advanced technology like machine learning models and and algorithms that that sellers and products and continuously scan our catalog at at scale. And in fact, we've prevented over 6 million attempts to create new selling accounts just in 2020, stopping bad actors before they ever publish a listing on an Amazon store. Um, And we blocked more than 10 billion suspected bad listings before they were published. So back to the question, I think it was a combination of tech and brand protection that attracted me most. And I I just absolutely love working with such an amazingly talented team of engineers and scientists and product leaders and designers and IT experts to bring these tools to life and protect our brands. That is an amazing work that you do to protect
0: your sellers and I can imagine it's a big world out there if you go to Amazon and you have many many other sellers on that platform. So when it comes to intellectual property, and I'm new to selling things and I want to go to Amazon to sell products, what is the first thing a company would have to do in terms of getting their IP in order, so to speak, to sell their products on Amazon?
1: Well, we have a lot of resources, Lisa, that can help businesses, especially small and medium-sized businesses, be successful. The first place that I would tell a seller to go is to sellercentral.amazon.ca, which provides a detailed step-by-step guide for how to set up an account and start selling. And it's a great place to learn about programs that brands have to protect their IP. Um, They can leverage fulfillment by Amazon. Sellers can take advantage of things like brand building through things like advertising and promotion. promotion. Um, We also have a team of small business associates that can help and guide sellers through the process. Um, But in terms of what a seller might need to register, and I think that that's kind of the crux of the issue is to protect their their IP, is that they need to have a government-issued photo ID. They need to be able to verify their identity, their location, their taxpayer information, bank account information, credit card, and more. And, you know, we use that To make sure that we allow only you know verified sellers into our stores but then the seller when they offer a branded product that might be protected by copyright or trademark or a patent they must be either the legal owner um, as the brand or they must be an authorized reseller which i mentioned before we we use to help to protect our catalog Mm.
0: And, and what do you mean by authorized seller then what is that
1: Yeah, they have to be an authorized reseller by the brand Um, they have to be authorized to be able to sell that brand's product on the store okay so that's typically that's typically managed by
0: licensing between the ip rights holder then and the reseller something that
1: would be arranged then before they contact amazon typically that's how it works but we have guides online that can help the sellers understand if they're about to leverage someone's copyright protected images or if they're leveraging a trademark product that they need to be able to connect and get authorization from the brand before they sell. So there's as you know, Lisa, that's a pretty complicated space. And so we, you know, we try to provide as much online collateral to help our sellers and also in-person, you know, that can also bring them along, but um, it it can be a little bit of a a complicated process we we realize and so we really try to simplify that for the enrollment process. Hmm.
0: When we talk about brands and selling your stuff online, it's all about authenticity so that we can know who we're dealing with and know that the goods are real. How do you meet with sellers the first time?
1: Yeah, you're right. And that is a really, really good question. so late last year, Amazon introduced a video verification service through which we have virtual face-to-face meetings with prospective sellers. So the process ensures that the person who is about to register with Amazon to become a seller that we meet with matches all of those documents that I mentioned before that they're required to do. So their face matches their government issued photo ID. And the cool thing, Lisa, about this high touch engagement is that through this process where we meet with a lot of small and medium sized businesses and sellers that through this interaction, we're able to not just validate that the person is who they say they are with their documentation, Mm -hmm. is that we're able to help them we're able to support them and answer any questions that they might have. They're so eager to start selling their products on Amazon and there's a lot of questions that they might have. And so through this interaction, we're able to support, you know, mostly small and medium-sized brands who don't have a lot of experience selling online as well. So it's a win-win for us. Mm -hmm.
0: Mm -hmm. So uh, when it comes to this online material, I know that um, Amazon has an IP policy that I could find online where you can educate sellers on on IP. Um, Could you highlight some of the most important things that you um,
1: state there in the policy? Sure, Lisa, you're right. That IP policy is exactly that. It's a resource to educate sellers about IP. And um, uh, quite honestly, the most important thing sellers should know is that they must comply with all laws, federal, state, and local laws, and Amazon policies that are applicable to either their products and their product listings. And really, sellers just can't violate the IP rights of brands or other rights owners. And we see a lot of you know, common IP concerns that arise when selling anywhere, um, including Amazon, like ensuring sellers understand copyright as we talked about earlier. You know, how do they know if they own the copyright to the images that they're using on the product listing? Or trademark protection, you know, including when you need the rights owner's permission to sell a product, and when you can use someone else's trademark in the creation of a product detail page and patent protection how to understand if you may be infringing on someone else's industrial patent i mean you're an ip expert lisa have have you seen where brands and sellers get get confused about their ip rights <laughs> yeah <laughs> <laughs> It's, it's not an easy task
0: and, and so I think I, I thank you for joining the IP community in, in terms of uh, trying to get the word out there and, and having people yeah. understand how important it is because uh, when obviously if, th- if something goes wrong, uh, you could be held liable. Uh, yeah. Which brings me into another question. Is there anything in particular that could hit
1: someone who was wanting to sell their product on Amazon and they haven't thought about? It? there can be some complex questions related to copyright, trademark, and industrial patent protection. I mean, for example, sellers simply may not know If the goods are selling, violate a copyright, as an example. And that's why we've developed that IP policy that you asked about before. Um, And it it does include a detailed step-by-step guide to better understand those potential hurdles. But in in Canada also, we know, and I'm sure that you know more about this than I do, that there are some time and cost barriers related to securing IP protection, which, as we know, is so important for brands. Mm. I'll get to that shortly because
0: I know that you have um, some, some pretty good programs to help sellers get organized. Yeah, I um, but I have to ask you the million dollar question. When there are um, companies that are deliberately infringing someone else's IP rights, so using something that belongs to someone else and Amazon detects it, what happens?
1: Well, it really all depends. Uh, on the specifics, Lisa. I mean, it's it's difficult to give you a single answer, I and mean, I couldn't give you a single answer that is going to hit every single use case because, to your point, we have sellers who are new and are not sure if they are violating a, a copyright or a patent or a trademark. Um, and, you know, we need to really be able to understand them and coach them and provide support to them. Mm-hmm. And so, you know, that might come in the form of a warning where we warn them about the fact that they're using someone else's ip and that they need to you know either get permission or you know pull down that listing and we help them with that of course we, we suppress those listings um proactively mm. and so that's the first thing but then there's also bad actors you know um sellers who are intentionally selling, for example, counterfeit on our sites. And so we need to understand that. And there are definite risk signals that can help us associate a bad actor with behavior on our catalog. And so in that case, we're going to take direct immediate action. We're going to suppress the listing. We're going to suspend their account. We might suspend funds, right? Those Those are the times where you know we are going to take immediate and direct action and the effect on customers right that's what we're really like laser focused on is our goal is to ensure that customers never see an infringing listing right yeah. and that's why we we build all of these tools all these high tech tools um so that we can help brand owners use these tools to protect their ip and work with us and hold bad actors accountable you mentioned bad actors how can you hold them accountable to their actions that is so important in, in terms of being able to stop repeat infringers. And, you know, our goal is not just to take, chase a counterfeiter off of an Amazon store, it's to chase them off of everything, stop them completely. Mm. And so, in fact, in 2020, we launched our counterfeit crimes unit to build and refer cases to law enforcement. This is a group of former federal prosecutors, IP attorneys, investigators. It's global. And our goal is to work very closely with law enforcement to support them and encourage them to go after these criminals, these counterfeiters, and then also um, where we need to, to be able to bring civil litigation suits against them as well. We want to stop them, and it's a really great program. We undertake independent investigations or joint investigations with brands, and we pursue civil litigation against counterfeiters. I mean, we filed lawsuits with small businesses like Dutch Blitz. They're a uh, card game manufacturer um, from Pennsylvania here in the US. Um, they wouldn't have the wherewithal, potentially, or the resources to go after bad actors by themselves, but together we do that. And we've also worked with global luxury brands like Ferragamo. To co litigate and to bring these bad actors to justice. Mm -hmm. Wow. I think it's
0: very, very important policies and and tools that you have over at Amazon to actually in the long term help increase the value of IP in general in in any marketplace. So um, that's just spectacular to hear how Amazon is working with these kinds of things. And I know that you um, you recently launched the IP Accelerator program when we were talking about delays. Um,
1: This is a program to help small businesses with IP. What does this program do? Yeah, and Lisa, thanks for asking because we are so excited about this program. And we just recently brought IP Accelerator Canada just a couple of weeks ago. Um, And so, you know, many of the small businesses that sell on our store, they told us, we mentioned before that the process of filing for IP protection, like registering a trademark, it can be daunting and overwhelming and time-consuming and and so in a lot of cases then especially small and medium-sized businesses they might actually not do it which is you know leaving them very vulnerable not just on Amazon but everywhere and so Mm. we designed IP Accelerator specifically with the small medium and size businesses in mind making it easier for them to protect their IP and So we connect Canadian entrepreneurs that sell in our stores with a list, a curated network of eight law firms that specialize in IP protection. And we vetted these firms for their experience or expertise in IP protection, customer service, and they've agreed to a reduced rate for this service. Um, and we provide SMBs with early access to Amazon's brand protection tools as well when they start working through IP Accelerator. Um, and to give you some background, IP Accelerator was launched in the U.S. in 2019, and we've expanded it to Europe, Japan, India, and now Canada. And since the launch, we've helped protect over 6,000 brands. 6,000 trademark applications have been, have been submitted through this process. And so we're really excited about them being able to protect their IP, not just on Amazon, but everywhere. That's amazing. I can see why Amazon is rolling out this program across many
0: different countries. Mary where, where would you go if you are interested in selling your goods on Amazon? Where is the first place to start?
1: Yeah, I would go right to sellercentral.amazon.ca. We've designed that site, Lisa, to really help, especially the small and medium-sized businesses that are eager to sell their products for the first time on Amazon, but might not have a lot of experience with online retail. And so there they can find great resources about IP protection, about how to enlist, what information they'll need, and there'll um, there'll also be a network of support folks who can also provide assistance to them should they need it. That's great. Thank you so much,
0: uh, Marybeth, for uh, contributing to the IP uh, community and and to Canadian IP
1: Voices today. Thank you. Thank you, Lisa. Thanks Thanks for having me. Thank you.
0: You've listened to Canadian IP Voices, where we explore intellectual property. In this episode, you met with Marybeth Westmoreland, who works at Amazon as their VP of Brand Protection. Mary Beth explained some of the common IP issues that new sellers might face when selling on Amazon, as well as what programs and systems are in place to help sellers on Amazon use IP more effectively. To become an Amazon seller, visit sellercentral.amazon.ca to learn how that works, and visit brandservices.amazon.ca slash IP Accelerator to learn how to protect your intellectual property on Amazon.